in the rain. We say what we say, we do what we feel. We gotta keep it real. In the rain. All about the crap of screenwriting. Fill my bottle up with lightning. Up in the rain. Before the stars can be paid, there gotta be a dope ass story on the page. Let the beast about the cage. That light about the dark. Can you build the inferno from my itty bitty spark? Coffee shop hustlers. Rise with the cream. A million other writers, same Hollywood dream. Your pen and paper, all like bullets in the gun. Write what you feel, say what you want in the red room. We say what we say, we do what we feel. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hillary Guest. And you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Grand Room. We can keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it wildly stuff. 2016. I'm hoping for better. 2016 has been a little janky. It's been janky. It's a little, it's just a little. little. But hello. What's up? What's up? So, you guys know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you can cuss on my show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you hear her voice, my girl, Lisa Bolacaja. We call her the street nerdist. Why we call you that? Because when it needs to come down to things, <laughs> I can bring it to you academic. And what else? But if I need to get gully with it, <laughs> we can bring it to the curb. What you going to do? What you going to yeah, do? Yes. Now? Hey, uh, really quickly. <clears throat> went and saw Ghostbusters. Oh. It was really cute. Really? Because you was really against it at first. I was. I had my, I was, I had my nervousness. But uh-huh. my thing, the thing about it is, and I went and saw it with Phyllis. And even though Phyllis was sitting there, Phyllis is my 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 um, literary agent. She's and, sitting uh, in the room she's all in my ear. She's like, well, I could do this. I'm like, can you just be quiet? Let me watch the movie. <laughs> but it was like, it was like, you know what? It's one of those cute popcorn summer movies. Mm-hmm. I laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. How was I, Leslie? Um... <laughs> Leslie's you know my girl. So you know what? Like she that. did what she needed to do. I mean, I mm-hmm. felt like she could have got some better lines and certain things in mm-hmm. there. But what really, uh, what's her name? Uh, is it McKinney mm-hmm. from Saturday Night Live? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. She was the best thing in it, even mm-hmm. though Phyllis did not like it. I lo- Shut up over there. I <laughs> loved her. She was so funny. And I, what I really liked about it is that even though a lot of people are probably going to go see this movie and have a lot of comparisons and mm-hmm. things like that, it stands on its own. And it's really fun. Okay. And I'm ready for the action figures. Does it pass the... Bechtel test. Uh, yeah. Because that's our big... You guys familiar with that? You the familiar Bechtel, with that? Yeah, line? the Bechtel-Wallace test. Yes, the women do talk to each other <laughs> about something other than men. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's more than one woman in the movie and stuff okay. like that. So, And uh, I think it's, what, Chris Helms? Whatever, yeah. one of those brothers, mm-hmm. those Australian brothers, mm-hmm. he was really funny too. So, you know, it, it was a fun movie. Um, they had some special surprise cameos. Mm. So I was really pleased. So all the <laughs> haters need to stop hating. And it's not going to be a block, block, blockbuster, unfortunately, because I think um, a couple of other movies have come out at the same time that are just kind of like, it just hey, that's just the timing sure, of it. Sure, but it's sure. one of those ones that I do expect them to have a sequel come out. Mm-hmm. And it was just a lot of fun. So kudos. That's what's up. Kudos, that's what's ladies. Up. So you see how we do it on the rant room. So if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get it in. Mm-hmm. So today we got two really cool guests in here with us. Little Miss Nervous Maya over there chilling <laughs> over there. I see you. I got the videotape on you, girl. Death grip on the microphone. No, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she knows she can rap. She's going to give us some bars in a minute. <laughs> go ahead and freestyle for us, Maya. <laughs> so we got, we got two, two um, very, very, I'm going to call y'all powerful. Why not? Because you guys got nice, 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 nice um, 
uh, what's the titles, if you say, at the Austin Film Festival. Mm-hmm. You know, so they come in, represent. I see you, Liz. <laughs> we were playing the theme song. She was sitting there rocking her little mm. shoulders like this. I got the video. Put your shoulders in it. Put your shoulders in it. <laughs> so um, we have with us Elizabeth Mims. I said that correctly? Yeah, we call her Liz. Did. So if you hear her say Liz, you know mm-hmm. who we're talking about. Less um, syllables, for sure. <laughs> that was that? Less syllables, for Less sure. Less syllables, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, senior film program director at the Austin Film Festival. And then we have Maya Perez. Um, what would we say your title is? How would you say it? Uh, well, screenwriter. Uh-huh. First. And first, screenwriter. Mm-hmm. And second, I'm a board member for mm-hmm. Austin Film Festival. Ah. And I'm also a producer on the TV show mm-hmm. On Story. And Love I that. Co-edited, yeah. co-edited the two books. Yeah. That's right. It, it won thick it books, don't they? It's an Emmy-winning TV, yes. TV show. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. That's what's up. So we have these two on the show. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yes. Thank you so much. I want to say, first of all, and I mentioned to Liz earlier when she came in, like, the Austin Film Festival is like, uh, our friend Kevin Killebree, friend of the show, the homie, the third wheel, who was one of our extra Mm -hmm. co-hosts, passed away last year. He loved the Austin Film Festival. He would go take... He was a finalist a couple times. Yeah, he was a finalist a couple Mm -hmm. times. And he would always come back with, like, great things to say. Like, he just made it sound like the most magical, awesome Mm -hmm. place. He was like, Mm -hmm. girl, forget Sundance. You need to come down here to Austin Film Festival. (laughs) And so we were always excited because he always placed well in there and he always had some high, really great things to say about the Austin Film Mm -hmm. Festival. Plus it's Austin. Come on, you got the music scene, Mm -hmm. all the food. Can Austin just move to, to L.A.? Can we just bring it here? Y'all a little Can far, ain't y'all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, so really excited to have you guys here, especially the programming director. Mm-hmm. As in, they decide, yeah, we gonna who, learn they how y'all decide who gets to okay. have the film in there. Okay. So that's awesome. Right. Break it all down. So let's break it down. Let's tell yeah. us a little bit where you're from, how you got in the game, and then we'll jump into you, Mike. So um, I'm from Austin. Well, actually, I was born in Mississippi, moved to Austin as a kid, and um, I was kind of raised around my dad's also a filmmaker, mm-hmm. so I was always in that world. It was like oh, film history okay. every oh, summer. Nice. Yeah. Like, no, we're going to watch this. Um, <laughs> and I was like, Sunset Boulevard again, Dad? <laughs> it's really true. <sighs> um, but because of that, I kind of grew up in that world. And then I moved out here, went to CalArts uh, to, to study film, and then I started making my own movies and uh, made my own feature documentary that actually ended up playing Austin Film Festival. Oh, nice. Mm. So it's kind of full circle. Mm. Um, but it was one of those things I got really tired and exhausted being out in L.A., and mm-hmm. I was like, I just feel like I need to get back to, like, my family and, like, being around people that are kind of making interesting work but that aren't out here because it's just too much. Mm-hmm. So going moving back home, it was great. Um, and then the festival kind of became, um, I, like, I started uh, teaching the teen programs there, okay. so, like, use, heading up their youth programs and then slowly progressed into programming. I love that. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things where to be in the position to be able to, like, champion certain voices mm-hmm. is, like, that's absolutely something really important to me as a filmmaker and as someone that's like... You, ha- you have to be a cinephile to like that position, don't yeah. you? <laughs> um, to, yes. I mean, it is hours mm-hmm. and hours mm-hmm. of watching stuff. But um, but anyway, so kind of got into that world and it's uh, it's been really interesting for me ever since to be on the other side. Mm-hmm. Because as a filmmaker, you always like think that like you know, okay, you know, the first 15 minutes are really important. Mm-hmm. But 
to what degree? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you see so when much you, stuff. When you don't film 150 and you're just like, I just kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are only two minutes in and I'm like, I can't. But like, you want to respect the craft that went into it. Off, yeah, you know? it's like, we, we've judged oh, for some film festivals yeah. and stuff Ooh. like that. Anyways, yeah, I won't. I, won't. <laughs> <laughs> I can go on forever. Oh, trust me. That's, that's, that's kind of the, mm-hmm. where I kind of got into all this. So. That was, uh, what about you, Maya? Um, so I used to be the conference director at Austin Film Festival. Okay. And um, where are you from, though? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from all over. My mm-hmm. father's Sudanese, and my ah. mother is um, uh, white and Hispanic. Okay. Uh, she grew up in Texas. She looked like she looked like one of your cousins, little beautiful, beautiful you know little what? Creole girls. Like, she, I'm telling you, if she was a couple of our family uh-huh. unions, they'd be saying, "Look, we need to put the food out on the table," <laughs> and they wouldn't even blink. <laughs> They're like, she's one of us. Just put it on the table. Let's go. Uh, look at all Creole. I got the videotape. And I will eat it all. Um, but I, I grew up in Kenya and Zambia. Oh, wow. And the United States. Okay. Wow. So, uh, but I'd been working at the film festival for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then um, I feel like I learned most of my writing skills what I have of them mm-hmm. through osmosis and just <laughs> listening to all of these incredible panels. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually tried my own hand at it and got into the Michener Center mm. and studied writing and got to write uh, some short stories and mm-hmm. screenplays there. Okay. Um, and just graduated and I'm now trying to launch my own career as a writer. Mm. But um, you were saying earlier that mm-hmm. the reason you do this is you both have this fascination with screenwriting and how Mm -hmm. how do you do this Mm -hmm. and I think that was really the impetus for both the TV show and the books um, was one to make it more accessible to everyone Mm -hmm. this information at the festival uh, to make it accessible for free because you can watch all past episodes for free online that's Mm -hmm. awesome Um, but what was really interesting I think about the first book was hearing all of these different famed writers mm-hmm. talking about their process. And unlike so many screenwriting books that talk about uh, you've got to follow this rule or you've got to do this or if you don't have this by page 30, mm-hmm. what I loved was each writer had a completely different mm-hmm. way of going about it. Mm-hmm. One would say, if you don't outline, you're a fool. Another one would say, if you outline, you're, you're a fool. You're a fool. <laughs> um, another would say, you, you know, take some time off to rewrite. Others would say, just go right into it immediately. Mm-hmm. And I loved that the only consistent message was, you have to sit down and write. And so, thank yeah, you. that's the key. Thank Ain't that you. what you say? Yeah, it's like, put, as, if, as my, my Clarion teacher always said, uh, Jeffrey Ford, hey, Jeffrey, he always said, you know, basically it's just put ass in chair and write. That's basically what it mm-hmm. is. And I, what I love the fact that when you guys are putting this information and giving access to so many people is the fact that they see that, oh, there's no one way to do it. Because there's a lot no of times when I first started getting into business, everyone said you got Sid Field mm-hmm. and then you had to have the break outlines. Now, there are some things that intrinsically happen when you're reading a sure. script that kind of, you know, organically happen where there's certain beats that have to hit. Mm-hmm. They're and, fundamentals. They're fundamental. Sure. But there's no hard and fast way to do it. And mm-hmm. what I love about it now is that so many different people saying, like, look, just basically just sit your butt down and write. Mm-hmm. You know, rewrite. That's a given. You know, <laughs> get into the hands of people, happy out, shape it and shape it. But there's no one way to do it. And what mm-hmm. that does is it frees up other people who might. A lot of we talk about this a lot. A lot of people who um, 
kind of cancel themselves out and, and, and throw themselves out before mm-hmm. they've even begun because sure. they feel like there's only one way to do it. Yeah. And one of the things I remember reading your bio, you were also in the Sundance Lab, right? Mm-hmm. Did you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, at, during that time when the Sundance Lab was being created, a lot of these different labs, and when I was in the Film Independent mm-hmm. Lab, um, you know, all these different filmmakers would come in and you'd be like, what? What is the holy grail? What is the secret? <laughs> and then at one point you're thinking it's frustrating because like there's so many different ways, but it actually is very freeing because mm-hmm. basically you get in where you fit in. That's right. You know, basically, That's right. you know. That's I right. love that. Speaking of that, is there? Let me just get the get the question out. Is there? Like people always say, oh, you know, if you don't have this type of movie for Sundance, you won't get in. Is do you feel there's something for Austin that you you guys? There, there, there is. I mean, just just because we are the Writers Festival, mm-hmm. it needs to be a solid story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, it can be a little bit avant garde or you know nonlinear, but as long as like there's a cohesive structure to mm-hmm. it, like okay. that's definitely what we're looking for. And even in documentary, which mm-hmm. is sometimes a little bit hard to find, love mm-hmm. but when you can really find I'm doing those, one right now, too. Yeah. those portraits or <laughs> yeah. stories that really come, you know, that they're edited in a way, it's mm-hmm. like you know they're telling a full story that's really what we look for but it also is to make the most sense with our programming and for you know people to attend and learn more about it I mm-hmm. think it's definitely something that's just kind of woven into the festival a little okay. bit but we're we're always very upfront mm-hmm. about that like if, if you've got something that's a little bit like a weird music video it's we're probably not the right place for it <laughs> doesn't mean you shouldn't submit it somewhere you know right right can you just give like a little mini history about sure. the creation of the Austin Film Festival because yeah. You know, most people, when they think film festival, they think about cons and all the different ones. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when Sundance blew up, and it was like, all of a sudden, when I was coming into it, it was like the Austin Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, what is this Austin? Who is this upstart? <laughs> it's Liz and Maya, that's this, all. upstart <laughs> coming out. So just, just, running to, stuff. just to give, especially some of our, our <laughs> yeah. listeners that, you know, are not in the United States and sure. probably not. Yeah, we're all over the world. Of, so yeah, we yeah. probably yeah. haven't heard of because they yeah. always hear about Sundance and all sure. the other big ones. And we want to make sure they know what the Austin Film Festival is about. Can you just give like a little history on like, sure. when it was created, when it was started, and Maya can correct me on this. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, we're in our 23rd year. Oh, okay. um, our executive director, Barbara Morgan, is still with us. She's mm. been there for all 23 years. She's one of the creators? Yes. Of the, mm-hmm. um, her of the and one mm. other kind of uh, decided that it was something, there was a, a gap in the festival world where there needed to be something that specifically focused on uh, championing, the, championing the writer, mm-hmm. you know, and making a place where uh, they there were specific conversations about all of the craft and everything, but also it grew out of the uh, screenplay competition. So mm-hmm. we have a screenplay screenplay competition that's second to the nickel right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so through that, it, it became that kind of competition along with the film portion. And uh, what else, Maya? Do you want to add little things? Kind um, of... Well, I mean, it's now become a year-round event. Yeah. There are screenings and panels. There's a young filmmakers program mm-hmm. with uh, summer camps and, and other opportunities. Um, are you guys in a building or are you on a ranch a or what, what's it's it like? A, it's in a house. We're in a house. Is it really? Yeah, it's very uh, snuggly. It's cute. There's usually <laughs> at least three dogs in there at a time. How cute. You would it's love that. <laughs> it's also hilarious because like the film department's in like the living room, so it's really <laughs> loud. And I'm always like, shut up! <laughs> oh, it sounds like a magical place, like House yeah, Moving Castle. Like, you know, that could like, be a movie itself. Like, yeah, that's it, funny. it is definitely a movie in itself. That's funny. It's like, you know, it, we're all so close. 
close knit. It's like, mm-hmm. who forgot to put the toilet paper back uh. in there? <laughs> like, don't think I'm not noticing. You keep that's coming hilarious. out. <laughs> Anyways, that's ridiculous. Wow. Well, one, um, one thing I wanted to say, I don't mean to interrupt yeah, you, no, no. was that one of the things that we always plug for your festival mm-hmm. in particular is that a lot of people don't realize. Cause one of the most questions we get is, oh, I live in this state. How can I ever get into the Writers Guild? How can I do whatever? Yeah. I'm like, uh, send your script to Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Make it to the top one, two, or three, whatever position you get, first, second, third. And guess what? It qualifies you to become the caucus member at the Writers Guild. Yeah. People don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's only a few mm-hmm. of the festivals, and yours is one of them, that allows people to do that. It's like, you want to get in, this is how you do it. Right. You know what I mean? Get something up under yourself, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really something, too, that people, like you're saying, the Sundances of the world, that's what they all focus on. And even for the film portion, I always tell everyone, like, if your film doesn't get into Sundance, like, mm-hmm. there are so many places that will be perfect homes for you, and mm-hmm. it's specifically AFF, and that... You know, we can really show... You won't get lost in the flood of, like, that Mm -hmm. kind of nonsense. And you're showing your film to an educated audience of people that, you know, you're going to meet co-collaborators, you know, that maybe you want to write something with in the future. Anyways, Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things that's really lovely and kind of more homegrown feeling about the festival where it's a supportive environment rather than going to, like... I don't know, LAFF maybe mm-hmm. or bigger right. other bigger festivals. Yeah, I think it's also, it's. I mean, you guys know this. It's really hard if you are an unknown screenwriter to have your work seen by an audience mm-hmm. or anyone. Um, you can, if you are a filmmaker and you make a movie, you can have that screened at festivals. You can throw it up on YouTube yourself, mm-hmm. on Vimeo. Have your friends and your grandparents send it out, mm-hmm. get likes on it. But with this screenplay, I mean, there's there's no way for anyone yeah. to see it. No one reads screenplays, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really think that if you, you know, if you don't live in LA or New York, or if you don't have contacts <laughs> in the industry, it's hard to get out there. And the best way, I think, is in fact through competitions, mm-hmm. you know, and to make it into you know the semifinalists and finalists, mm-hmm. and it flags your name it flags you you know because it, it's it the streets something are, up streets under your watching. script I'm it's not you, the streets it's are not watching. just a script anymore it's right. a script yeah. it's a final right. it was a finalist at Austin it's a yeah. semi whatever it is now you have some weight under and even more importantly the thing that we talk about all the time now you're on the list mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> now it goes out you Absolutely. see it I get the list from you guys yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. Every all the producers you know you, it goes out to all the big companies yeah. all the agents and managers and whatever you see who made it to the semis and the finalists and the, you see who won etc Suddenly you're like, we need to call that bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you want to be first. Yeah, right. You want to be. That's that's the reason why. Even if you're a quarter finalist at Austin, people are calling you, and you know they want to get you first because they know, wow, you made it there out of thousands of submissions. You must be pretty good. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I I just you know you've been been vetted. You've been vetted. It's not just a regular old script anymore. It's got some weight up on television now too, right? The Mm TC and that's Mm -hmm. they have a very powerful one too. Yeah, because now you know as we know, TV is pretty much where it's at now, and it's like you know just like you said, if you have no other avenues or 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 places to get it placed, get it in there, and they're really nice. Because do you guys do? um, I'm trying to remember. It's been years since I sent a script to Austin Film Festival. Yeah. Um, do you guys still do where they get like coverage? I'm trying to remember if they so did that. So we do we do notes now for okay. everyone that submits. Okay. So you can get you can do additional coverage if you want. Um, 
for like some small fee, but right. every single person really? gets no gets oh, feedback on their scripts, mm-hmm. and I think that's helpful because very. a lot of times if you are isolating your writing and mm-hmm. you know you can give your script to your friends. And they'll be like, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's great. And they don't know. But mm-hmm. to actually get some notes from people like, look, send it to this competition, some people who know what they're talking about, mm-hmm. and they're reading it, and they're actually giving you notes and some actual feedback, some professional feedback, I think that's so invaluable. And I think it's worth paying a little extra. A lot of people, and we, you hear me bitch about this mm-hmm. all the time, a lot of times writers don't want to invest that extra step. They're like, yeah. I'll do this little fee, but I don't, you know, sometimes you need to have somebody and pay a professional and be like, look at this and tell me. Mm-hmm. If you don't have anybody else in your circle, mm-hmm. I mean, I tell people all the time, whenever I write a script or something, it goes straight to Pilar. Mm-hmm. You know, because Pilar is going to be like, y'all yeah, know Pilar. <laughs> this don't work, this don't work. Mm-hmm. And we have that, you know, I've been working with her for years and mm-hmm. we have that relationship where she, she doesn't have to BS me. She's like, mm-hmm. look, you don't need this, you don't need that. And it lets me know that that extra professional voice, mm-hmm. you know, and pay that little fee, be like, here. Tell me what's need to be worked, mm-hmm. and it does better. And I think a lot of times we need to really look at festivals and all the opportunities they have. A lot of times they do. You have the fee that's for the entry. Hey, if you want notes, if you want this, do it. Yeah, everybody know? else invests in their career and the type of career mm-hmm. they do. But for some reason, writers have this wall up about spending money on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I have this office what? on the lot because I'm investing in wait, my wait. fucking or self. Even just, <laughs> you know even just if you can't just go to the festival. Yes. Sometimes one of the most amazing things that's you what can you do, do. You go oh, all the time. Like yeah. That, yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Do you know that's the most like if you get like a law and you're like, oh my god, I'm just. I'm losing it. I need sometimes just being out of that energy from mm-hmm. other writers who are hungry, who are coming from other countries, mm-hmm. who are creative. That sometimes that just carries you on through those those hard mm-hmm. moments when you're writing. True. And to be able to be in an atmosphere, and I tell people all the time, go to the festivals that are not in LA. You know, go when it's outside of California. Because if you do meet, quote unquote, the Hollywood types, they're more relaxed. Mm-hmm. You know, right. they're hanging out at the bar. Like, I used to read stories years ago. Like, we used to get the, like, the screenwriting uh, magazines and stuff. And they had, like, awesome films. It'd be like Shane Black hanging out at the bar, oh, yeah. talking to folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, and like, John August oh and God. Craig chilling. Yeah, because remember, Kevin even told us. <laughs> Kevin said he had met Mickey Fisher, uh-huh. who did x He was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I was talking to him. And, like, I'm like, Mickey Fisher? <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're just hanging out, talking. He's really good, cool, you know. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. We got to go to Austin Film Festival, mm-hmm. you know? It's just to be in that mix. And sometimes you need to invest that money and travel and go to these places. And, I mean, if you don't invest in yourself, nobody else is going to invest in you. Nobody. You know, if you're not willing to put some money and some mm-hmm. ducats and go do the work, they're going to look at you mm-hmm. like, and who are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. And I think it is. For, I mean, I think it's great for making those industry contacts mm-hmm. because you just said it's equally important for meeting other people coming from other towns, Mm -hmm. other cities who may wind up being the director on your next feature, Mm -hmm. who may wind up being a Mm co-writer, who are, you know, producing one day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, honestly, as much as I learned from the panels, nine times out of 10, I will, there's something about hearing other people talk about the creative process Mm -hmm. that suddenly, like, some idea about my script just, like, Mm -hmm. slips into the back of my mind, and I'm like, oh, I've got to write this down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, through osmosis, you'll get things just from being in that space. Lisa and I are asked a lot to do, like, some of the smaller festivals that just come and speak or whatever, and uh, um, sometimes to teach classes, and we're like, I'm doing one in September for Action on Film. Oh, nice. Don't want to do a 90-minute 
breaking into the industry thing. <laughs> oh my god! But <laughs> anyway, and I do those a lot. But, into but the industry in ninety minutes. In ninety minutes. <laughs> uh, get your pants out, bitches. Get your pants and go. <laughs> but the thing that I found interesting is. From my viewpoint, the reason why I started teaching with Lisa, we started teaching at the organization Black Screeners. You started years ago. I think I started in 2008 Yeah, because it was like one of the things that was missing was we would have speakers that come in, and it was great to hear other people talk about, this is how I made my career, and I got my job here. Mm-hmm. But it was like, no craft. Oh, hi. Hi. Craft. <laughs> and it was like, you know what? I'm just going to get up to start telling yeah, people, like, look, sure. well, th- this is all great. Yay, you, Hollywood, mm-hmm. great TV show. All right, bitches, we're going to have to sit here and take notes yeah. <laughs> and do the work. And that's where it come, That's where that came from. But, but where I was going with that was what I found is, and this is tying into a little bit what both of you were talking about, and you in particular, how you hear different stories from everybody of how they made it or how they write it, what's the process. And what I found is what made it easier for me, and you still encourage me all the time, what made it easier for me to teach is I'm like, wait a minute, I produce so many things, what am I tripping about? All I have to do is talk about from my point of view. I don't have to break down um, um, fucking um, Kramer versus Kramer. I can just tell you how my script got to mm-hmm. HBO. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can tell you how my script did whatever. I don't need to tell you about all that other stuff. And I yeah. started realizing, oh, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. And that's what made it work so easily for me. And so it doesn't, I don't have this wall anymore and it allowed us to do this podcast and we're like all over the world and 80,000 listeners and whatever. And it's only because we decided we're just going to tell people what we know. We're going to tell people. Like, especially when yeah. I started, because you know I mean? when, when you're writing screenplays and then like you said, when you get to that other side, when you're as a filmmaker mm-hmm. and then you get to the other side, mm-hmm. like when I started reading scripts for, and vetting scripts for other competitions and stuff, and now it's like, oh, this is why those scripts are not getting because yeah. this first act, man, you're like dragging. The story is like 60 pages <laughs> in. And then I was going back and telling people, okay, look, people, <laughs> <laughs> this is why y'all not getting to the nickels uh-huh. and stuff because this script, it was like you see it and it was like you had to come back. It was like Prometheus, I must bring this mm-hmm. fire back mm-hmm. to tell the people, stop doing this, mm-hmm. you know? And it was just, it was just a basic thing. It sure. wasn't like you and I were like, oh, we're the best, whatever. And we're, no. It was like, look, some people aren't telling us what the real stuff is mm-hmm. and had to come back and tell him like look this is the reason why it's not it's not you're not getting in the Sundance yeah. lab your first five pages because mm-hmm. Sundance only asks they're still asking for the first five mm-hmm. pages ten I think now isn't it is uh, it ten I now I think that's how it is I, yeah. it used to be like yeah. first five the synopsis and then if they were interested in that mm-hmm. then they would ask the, their whole entire script mm-hmm. and then but a lot of my friends were like oh I can't even get the first because I made it and to I'd the be top like, 20 let me see, yeah. it's like let me like see your 2003 script 2003 or something and like that and remember we always tell you you mm-hmm. know you got one and five you got the first mm-hmm. page and the Five, the fifth page. No, I made is it to the top. It. I made it all the way. Yeah. My script made it through, and everything. It was the first script I ever wrote. Right. You know, and it was like all the way. And I was like, oh wow. But you learned from that. You're <laughs> what like, I learned is that script wasn't ready, bitch. Right. That's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And it was just an interesting story. Right. That's what grabbed right. them. You know right. What I mean? And then that's that other part. It's like, mm-hmm. so what happens once you grab them? How do you hold them? Correct. And that's when it was like, okay, we need to find a place or a space to be able to talk about that mm-hmm. in like real layman terms, like. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, my fancy guy over here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, but help. <laughs> <laughs> and I do love the component that you guys have for the, the young people. You said there's like a camp? Yeah, tell mm-hmm. us about that. Tell us about the camp. Because I know we have some young listeners, and I wish yeah. there was a camp when I was I know, when 12, 13. Where was the camp when I was when just I was I had, I had YMCA camp. And hang out at my mom's job camp. <laughs> <laughs> for my camp. Like, where is the film camp yes. for little people? Um, so we have a couple of programs. So we have a digital storytelling program that's in high schools that maybe don't have a media program. And we mm-hmm. go in through 
the English department and have them write scripts and then uh, have roundtable readings, and then really? we end up actually producing two of them. Really? Oh, wow. And helping So are they doing do, shorts or something? Yeah, they're doing okay, shorts. Good. So, like, it's all the way time. through the process. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we're doing that in a couple schools, and we're trying to kind of, um, you know, kind of extend that a little bit. And then in the summertime, we have our summer film camp, and that's, you know, uh, it's we teach claymation and filmmaking 101, mm-hmm. and it's pretty great. It's, yeah, <laughs> I know, it's a blast. She's also a I teacher. Hate, wait, wait, I hate to be <clears throat> jealous. Like, the, like the little Lisa, like... 14-year-old Lisa right now is very sad inside because she's like, that's what I needed. That's what I needed. You can still come. Lisa teaches at a... Tell them them what you do. I run an outdoor science school, so I I teach hands-on science outdoors with sixth graders. I'm out in the mountains. It's it's really awesome, but it's like... It snows up there. But it's like when you get little kids into that, well, yeah, Mm. we hike in the snow, we build snow things, we do Bears and tigers and stuff. Bears, mountain lions come to the camp. Yeah. We just tell the kids, just keep the door closed. It's not going to come and get you. <laughs> Bobby, close the door. You're letting the bobcat in. <laughs> Jesus, where's your instructor at? <laughs> Talk to them. But uh, you can see it in the young people when they get that. So to be able to have a program, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, do any other of the uh, film There's some festivals? young filmmakers something. But I'm talking about where they're doing the, in the high school level, mm. like, like Austin's Sag doing. and Runner's Guild, we have something that they do, but it's... It's not very popular. Well, Austin, it's you, not popular you guys are enough. ahead of the curve. Okay. You guys are like setting the trend here for young people mm-hmm. for a digital. But I mean, claymation, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm so. Okay. <laughs> Little Lisa, calm down. It's okay. it's okay. We'll talk after the show. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty great. And then we also have the last thing, just in case you have listeners that are want to submit, no, we have a tell free. Them. Um, Young filmmakers competition during the festival. Oh wow! So and they, they also. So how have, does that work? What do they so need? So they do? just need to submit. Um, they can go on our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a simple form. I think anything as long as they're under eighteen years old. I was going to say it's like so young. Define young. Thirty. <laughs> I know people are going to be emailing me like crazy. <laughs> I, think, I think we count. <laughs> yeah, you guys. You guys. We'll, we'll let that. We'll let that slide. Um, I know the, I look thirty, but I'm really ten. <laughs> You know you don't get them applications coming. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Let's say little Lisa. Okay. Uh, little Lisa. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they just need to have a link to their film ready to go. Um, and I think the deadline for that is like September 23rd. Okay, somewhere so we have around to there. now. Okay. Uh, that could be wrong. I feel bad. But I'll uh, I'll make sure of that and let you guys know. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. But, but yeah, so you can submit. And then the great thing about that is if you get in, obviously you get a badge to the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the kids that win the Young Filmmakers Competition we reimburse their travel really? and their hotel stay. And then I they also get, get to... <laughs> Stacy, write this down. We have a little young... Uh, Phil, Phyllis's daughter's a little actress and filmmaker back there. I see you. I got you. Oh, goodness. Darn it. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so we do that. And the last thing, sorry, there's so much, is uh, the young, we have a young filmmakers pitch competition. So we have the pitch really? competition during the wow. festival. 
We have one that's specifically for youth as well. And so they go through the prep program of like, how do you pitch? Um, and then it's, a, it's a little set of judges. And yeah, it's yeah. not, I don't think it's as public as the main pitch mm-hmm. session, but it's a lot of fun. So but you get them when they're young. Yeah. And that's the key. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And that's yeah. what you're talking about. Like, where the bitches at when I was there? Uh, <laughs> you know, but sometimes that happens. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you have, sometimes you have to go back and then champion those ones True. that come after you. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're young, you don't really know, but you probably weren't even ready. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, I get it. I can go tell some other people, do some fantastic stuff. Now, one of the things I'm impressed with is the fact that both of you, being women, and especially having the senior program director person being a woman, board, how, many board, how many women are on your board? How many people are on your board that you guys have? Oh, my gosh. There are, I want to say, nine. Does mm-hmm. that sound right? Mm-hmm. And of the nine, uh, there are three, four men. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the rest are women. Okay, yeah. Actually, actually, keep your thought, but you know it's funny? If you go and look at their roster of people who work there... Oh, yeah. It's mostly women. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all strong over there. The whole they controlling shit. <laughs> I see y'all Amazon bitches. I see y'all. <laughs> there was a bloodless coup. Okay, yes. And we're taking over. Yes. And I, but no, this is important because one of the things we talk about a lot, especially when we're seeing films and a lot of the conversations that are going on in social media in Hollywood in terms of women filmmakers getting mm-hmm. access and being able to hear those voices, as the program director and, and you know, your job basically is you you, you have final say and yes. what gets programmed. So what are just just your... I don't know. I'm going to say brand. Like, what it is it? What sure. what is your thing? Like, when you are putting it together, mm-hmm. what are the yeah, are you of trying films? to are you trying to tell a story? Like, like are what you are you like, doing? I mean, what is the, the final decision? We're trying to give some help to some people who are going to submit to the yes. film festival. Sure. And what are those me, things that that yeah. pop out yeah. that make you excited? Like, as soon as somebody you you know, because mm-hmm. I know you have your other people that vet the films and then they give you the roster and you're like, all right, let me watch these and make. What is it that excites you? Like, mm-hmm. like you're like. I don't care who else is mm-hmm. in this film festival. This <laughs> film has got to stay. Yeah. Like, what yeah. are those type of films? Um, okay, so because there are so many different programs, I'll just go, I'll go into a couple of things. Sure, sure. Um, one, you know, unique voices. You can tell within the first 15 minutes if mm-hmm. someone is doing something that feels authentic to mm-hmm. them is a story that's maybe a smaller story that they decided to tell and for us, it's less about production value. Mm-hmm. You know, we are so invested in the story that if you're able to, you know, even if you're on a shoestring budget, mm-hmm. if you're putting something in front of Get your of iPhones me, ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tangerine was off the chain. That's all okay. I'm saying. Yeah. That shit was off the <laughs> chain. Totally true. <laughs> but as long as, you, as long as you have that, I think there are a couple things that are, you know, th- th- that voice in the story, you know, is something that... That, uh, that rings true, like, immediately to mm-hmm. you. So sure. I think as soon as you know that you're working on a project that you are truly yourself is in, right. you know, that's the movie to kind of, like, move forward with. Mm-hmm. But within our... So we have a couple different categories. So we have our narrative feature category, mm-hmm. doc, and then um, we have a Dark Matters competition. <gasps> what is Dark so, Matters? Oh, so I know Dark Matter and the speculative Wait, that make excited. talking about horror people over here now. That's right. So I don't watch any of them. I know. It's, yeah. it's, it's scary. I, every time I put one in, I'm like, okay, what am I getting myself I need to come into? vet for you guys, because that's the stuff I love. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, suspense, thriller, horror, yes. all with the same kind of mission of strong storytelling, which we find a lot of. Right. Um, 
you know, so in, in that particular category, it's like we're, we're more willing to kind of go outside of the box mm-hmm. of narrative feature. It's great just because it kind of opens us up to like even some films that are submitted as a narrative feature, I'll bump them to Dark Matters if right. it seems like it's the right programming right. choice. Oh, as long that's, as it's a, like a dark, dark thriller show, yeah. or something yeah. or a psycho right. drama. Okay, so that's it. So, you know, you can submit to the specific category, but also... But ultimately, Liz is going to be like, look, we're going to move you over here, baby. <laughs> you need... <laughs> that's happened to me before in, in festivals. So, I yeah. slept with my lights on, so we're going to move you over here. <laughs> um, there is some truth to that. Absolutely. <laughs> you um, thought you were narrative, but you are Satan. So yes. we're going to put you over here. <laughs> well, uh, so we, so, you know, because each of our judges, we try to be really careful about making sure they're people that can actually help that competition. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, like we had Draft House Films last year that was judging for Dark Matters oh, yeah. and a couple of other different companies that, you know, if they see this and they want to champion it, you know, moving forward, there's something we can do here. For Narrative Feature, we have the Weinstein Company this year yep. again. Got, and you see how she just threw that out like that's her cousin or something? <laughs> uh, Weinstein, I'm you still, know, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on y'all to, to get trapped over here yes. in my Icelandic TV mystery TV series. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. They're out there. Um, and then for a documentary, we're, our documentary competition is sponsored by POV again. So, oh, yeah. okay. so basically... We're entering next year. Okay, good. So, P, you know, so it's like someone from their team, mm-hmm. all these people are going to be taking a look at your film if mm-hmm. you're selected for that, that category. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, you know, it's one of those things. And then, sorry, the last category is comedy vanguard. So yes. if you're submitting something that's more, you know, just kind of balls out comedy mm-hmm. or, you know, sketch kind of thing, it's definitely something where that we try to fit everything in and make sure that they're in the right competitions. And the newest thing um, that I'm actually most excited about is our digital series competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we this is our second year doing this, but... Uh, man, like last year, submissions were so solid. Really? I wow. kind of thought that I would be getting a lot of things from like, you mean a like web, web series and stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, really? Huh. Um, but, but really, like, I think, and, I, and I've been telling short filmmakers this, I really think that if you have something that potentially can be an episodic form, mm-hmm. to go ahead and just figure out how wow. to do that. Because okay. you, it has such an extended life mm-hmm. compared to a short. We have all of these different people, people like mm-hmm. Lionsgate. Everyone has some branch of their studio that's now developing um, and looking for digital series yeah. content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our goal, which we're still working on this, if anyone out there is listening, <laughs> Believe um, me. For, for next year, you know, we're trying to get you know people who are really looking to um, develop and kind of incubate uh, okay. uh, projects that are already mm-hmm. in progress. So mm-hmm. they have to submit up to one to three episodes under 30 minutes and then if they're selected for the finalist round they have to submit uh, treatment um, nice. and just and we have a couple other questions like how is this going to play out and stuff for our judges to look at um, mm-hmm. working with New Form Digital at least for this year mm-hmm. with Ron Howard's company and you just, see how she just threw she that just, out again. I know. She just acted like, <laughs> you know, oh, Ronnie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he called me yesterday. Yeah, you, know, you know what I mean? Just, you know. It's nothing, really. <laughs> not, you know. Um, it's just but, she even calls him Ronnie, not oh, Ron. Yeah, that's right. yeah, just Ron. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, they're they're already judging this year, and we've mm-hmm. got some other really great people. But uh, but yeah, so if that's something that you're developing, mm-hmm. it's definitely worthwhile to consider. Right. So. I'm a, I got something for that too. So Maya, with being on the board, what are some of the things that the board is trying to do? Because our 
I mean, I know it's, it's growing every year. Mm-hmm. And you guys are keeping up with a lot of the new things with streaming video, with digital. Like, what are some of the things that, you know, that being a board member, what are some of the, the I don't know, what do you see for the future of the Austin Film Festival? What do you think, some things that you would like to see happen? Well, right now, that's actually, that is a big question that we deal with every year, which is how do we, how do we grow larger while keeping our intimate feeling? Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, we're sort of growing out of our house, you know, or outgrowing wow. it. Mm-hmm. The, uh, everything so far has taken place at the Driscoll Hotel and the Intercontinental Hotel right across the street. So really just trying to figure out um, how are we going to maintain that. Um, I've really been primarily focused on on story. Uh, we're now in season six. Yes. Um, I did also want to say that in addition to the festival and the board being uh, predominantly women, that the On Story project uh, crew, mm-hmm. uh, we are also predominantly people of color. Nice. Love that. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. See, some of us live there in Austin, damn it. <laughs> All five of us. <laughs> which, which reminds me, I'm, I'm doing this documentary right now about this um, surf band from the 60s has come back 50 years later to make a new album. And it's really about them coming around full circle to finish that thing they never finished. Mm. And the entire crew are all black or Latino or something or, or um, Filipino or whatever. And everybody on the screen is white, pretty much. Because <laughs> it's all, you know, surf music from the, from the 50s and 60s. So it's just a trip for that. And it's one of the main reasons why I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, to show that's, that's progression. Right. You know, we like everything, too. You know what I mean? They just assume because they're the face of it that that's who actually listened or whatever. But, you know, we like it. Please, are you kidding me? On my iPod, Mm -hmm. my classic surf music, Mm -hmm. neoclassic surf music. (laughs) And when I do go out and surf, yes, because there is neoclassic surf music that you can use. (laughs) Yeah, and it's interesting how people just don't think that we'd be interested in doing that or being a part of that. And I love the fact that you guys are bringing in more people. Because I think when you're being more inclusive, I think one of the things it adds, it just adds a richness and it adds a different eye. Mm-hmm. And I know if, probably from you being the head and, mm-hmm. you know, being a woman and looking at certain things and being part of a, mar- quote, marginalized group, mm-hmm. you know, there might be something that you see and it's just somebody else might bypass and be like, oh, that's not quite for us. But you might be like, hey, wait, wait a minute. There's something there. Yeah. So I just love the fact that, you know that you guys are women and in positions of, of making great decisions that affect filmmakers' lives. Well, and I will say I didn't get a chance to get to this, but, um, you know, this year we're also starting our uh, diversity track uh, specifically within the conference to, to have some of these conversations as well mm-hmm. to encourage these discussions. And then within the film program, it's definitely something that we take into consideration. Mm-hmm. You know, if I see a film that's like... This has promise in all of these different ways. Maybe mm-hmm. it, it loses its way in the third act, but it's still something that you can see that there's mm-hmm. there's a start, that, that this is a seed, this is maybe their first feature. Right. I'm going to give it a lot of grace and say, hey, I want to see what else you have coming up next. Right. And how can we get you at least here? <laughs> 
and to the panels and the different right. things that are going to help you refine mm-hmm. your next product. Right. Because that's what it is when you're mentoring or just, just giving that little leg up like, hey, come in. Because a lot of times that's one of the things I think it was Glenn Mazzara was saying that when mm-hmm. he came in and he was talking about a lot of times where, when you're being inclusive and diverse and you bring people in, it's sustaining them once they get in. Mm-hmm. A lot of times mm-hmm. you can get people in, but then you lose them. Correct. And then a lot of times people will be like, well, mm-hmm. we had them in yeah, there. Yeah, we gave them a chance. And, and they we don't didn't know what happened. Uh, they didn't quite wash out. I don't know <laughs> yeah, what happened. Exactly. But it's like, no, sometimes you have to allow people to fail, mm-hmm. to grow, to become something. And I think mm-hmm. the problem is when you're looking at women and, and, and people of color, you expect them to be like perfection out jump. But you'll give a pass to everybody else to, right. to make mm-hmm. a bunch of films. I ain't gonna name no names who've made a bunch of big budget flops, <laughs> but still get handed reins to make films. Or maybe you need to sit down and let somebody else take over. We, we won't mention no names, but you know who you are. But you know, it's like we. I'm, I'm just. I'm always hopeful when I see women and people of color in positions to be able to to come from the understanding. A lot of times that you need to be open for people who have a lot of great potential to bring them in and find ways of sustaining them once they get in mm-hmm. there. And a lot of times that's where we're failing. It's not mm-hmm. so much that Hollywood or whatever is not being inclusive. A lot of times it's sustaining those those artists so they can grow and become those people. Let me, let me ask you guys a question. Because <clears throat> I know a lot, I've been in dozens of film festivals as a filmmaker or a writer or whatever. What I've found is it seems like most of the programmers and the, the other um, crew who work there you guys all know each other from the other film festivals too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when I, I always encur- when I'm encouraging young filmmakers to make whether it be a film, a short, a web series, or whatever, and I'm like, submit it to the festivals, is because I said I pick. I always say pick maybe ten, mm-hmm. right? Austin is always one of them, mm-hmm. is it not? Mm-hmm. Austin, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I always say this: if you get in even one of them and you shine, get the audience award, whatever. They're gonna go. Oh my God! To slam dance, <laughs> whoever yeah. go. You guys should have this film. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. perfect for you guys. And next thing you know, you're gonna get a call, an email, going, "Hey, we'd love to screen your film," and you didn't even have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be surprised. It's how it works, is it not? Mm-hmm. How many yeah. times have you been referred a film and you ended up showing it in your festival? Yeah. Oh, many times. I mean, we're we're always um, in close talks, at least with like, "Hey, keep an eye out for this." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, recently met with when when going to Sundance, it's you know it's like it's kind of like a homecoming for a lot of programmers, mm-hmm. and it's like talking to Atlanta, right. talking to New Orleans, talking to you know a bunch of other festivals that mm-hmm. are kind of you know on that same level, but that are also trying to champion these you know new people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll absolutely be like this it, this on your radar. Okay, right. great. Yes. Wait, do you guys sometimes get petty? Like, <laughs> you go to another festival, and you're like, mm, they didn't do, you know what, I like that film, we're going to put this film over here. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want you over there, but you know what, we see something, come over here. <laughs> and then it does well, and you're like, aha, gotcha. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there's always, there are always the films that, like, you know, since we're right in the zone with Mill Valley and the Hamptons and a oh, couple, yeah. couple other festivals, it's always a battle of, like, you need. You should come to us. Come. You know, we are the small. We're we're a smaller, but yet bigger festival, mm-hmm. and it's something where like you can really have the attention that you need. And I love the smaller festivals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like part of me is is glad that you guys have been around so long and getting successful, but part of me is kind of scared too. It's like, because you know, when yeah. I first got in the game, like in two thousand, it was like, you know, Austin was like that, that that little rebel and was coming out mm-hmm. there and we're going to come we're going to have a film festival out here in Texas mm-hmm. and it was like growing it was exciting and like I said Kevin would go and come back like bitch you need to come down and I'm like alright one day I can't go to every festival but it was like there was something about it that was so eclectic and so just I don't know so invigorating and my fear is that you guys are going to be like 
Sundance so big and no. <laughs> that's one thing you at know, least it's we like, just oh. try not to. Yeah, can you control that? I don't think you can. No, I mean I think what you can do is really work hard to make sure that there are going to be butts and seats for every single screen. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, you work with your PR team, you work with local and national media, mm-hmm. uh, you also provide the filmmakers with those lists mm-hmm. so that they can promote themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and not that larger film festivals don't do this, because I know many do, but I really think for a smaller film festival, they're... I mean, they're going to bust their ass to get people to mm-hmm. your screening. Mm-hmm. Um, each one of them is so important, mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, at a larger festival, things can become diluted. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you've got, you know, if you're showing, what, 200 yeah. plus screenings, um, and you've rented this venue space, which is always expensive, especially in Austin every year. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. got to make it worthwhile. Yeah, right? definitely. Well, and I will say that the one thing that we're <laughs> going to continue to do that a lot of that's make that makes us unique is that we're we try to make it make sure that there aren't any velvet ropes where at the parties it's not like there's a private room where oh, really? all the panelists are. There's I no mean, real green room. You know, or it's like everyone's just kind of out and about yeah. and, you know... Um, so everybody's accessible. Everyone's accessible. It's not one of those things. I mean, um, i trying to think of fun examples, but even, uh, you know, just in the Driscoll everywhere, every, everyone's all in the, mm-hmm. the same shared space and going all to the same kind of parties. Okay. So it's nice. really inclusive in that way. And I think that's something that we're going to make sure, you know, stays that way just so it's not, I know that, because, that's a big one. Yeah, it is. You get, you get really spoiled. I mean, to this day, I mean, I can't stand to stay in line because mm-hmm. I'm used to getting in and walking to the front. You yeah. know what I mean? So you have that. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> you have that thing, and, and you get used to that. Yeah. You really do. You forget. You don't even realize how it, Diva. it does it to you, though, but what? you get to that what point. What are lines? Like, I got to park where? <laughs> you know, there's no valet. You know what I mean? You get to, you do. I'm, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't even be trying to front. I see y'all. No, I've been, I've been around you long enough front. to go places where I look at you like, I'm so sorry, y'all. But, <laughs> But I could see going to a place like this and immediately realizing that this is more family oriented and more, and you could just chill. chill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Probably because everything's walking distance in the first place. I'm not sure, but you know, assuming close, you know, yeah. here you kind of got to get in your car. You ain't gonna make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got an Uber, bitch. You got an Uber. <laughs> but um, um, so yeah, I just find that fascinating. You know, things like that. So. That's yeah. interesting. So what are some other dates? I know you mentioned some of the ones for the camp in September, some different things. What are some other upcoming dates? So the listeners will be like, okay, what well, can I submit Give us to? all the due dates. Okay, so the sad part is that the film due date already happened. Mm-hmm. So, it's okay. But Is it the same time every year? Oh, yeah, around sorry. the same time? Is it around the same time around every year? Okay, so people so get, it, get it together. Yeah, because actually this is perfect timing to either you can still come to the festival and learn learn a bunch and get your film ready, right. which I always encourage people to do. Like, come just see what you're up against mm-hmm. um, in a good way, you know. Uh, but but so usually our final deadline's around July. Okay. We will open competition in uh, January. Um, so, and that, that's the same for the screenplay competition. And that's going to actually come around fast, people. So yeah. think about so getting those So the screenplay competition still open? Yes. No, mm-hmm. no, no. It's close to, uh-huh. but it, it will January. reopen in January Got as it. well. Um, and then, uh, and then, so the screenplay deadline's always a little bit earlier than the film deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say probably next year it's going to be right around, 
uh, May 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, I and think staffing what else? season right yep. there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess that's kind of it deadline-wise. I mean, the festival is from October 13th through the 20th. Yeah. So, um, you know, we Get have... Get your tickets. We have, yeah, we have <laughs> all the, the badges are discount or cheaper now than they will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also like you don't have to come and spend a bunch of money. You can get a film pass mm-hmm. for seventy five bucks. That's what you do. Don't you watch movies? Or? And you go <laughs> see all the movies. I mean, there's going to yep. be Q and As with mm. really talented people. Mm-hmm. It's like quite an opportunity just to like go pop around to all the different venues. And come on now, seventy five dollars. Yeah, That's nothing. Right. Do, do you guys already know who's going to be I'm the opening saying. and the closing? <laughs> <laughs> next year. Not this year. Wait till next year. Hold on, let, let me repeat the question. I was asking her, do you, do you guys already know who's going to be the opening and closing film? Um, it's uh, soon to be announced. Okay, just curious. Like August 2nd or 3rd. I'll get it early. See what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but uh, that's actually a lot of why I'm, I'm out here taking meetings. Okay. So keep your fingers crossed. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, they should—they would be smart. I know to light a blast at Austin in the opening night or something, right? I know. Yeah. No, it's good. We have a lot of really great mm-hmm. stuff coming up. So, but there are also—I mean, for anyone who lives in or around Austin, there are <coughs> upcoming events like a talk with John Patrick Shanley. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, for sure, you're going you're to want to book hotel oh, and yeah. travel plans if you're Early. coming for the film festival. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also, I have to do my on story plug. Plug <laughs> it. That not only is on story uh, season six airing on PBS now, mm-hmm. um, so you can just check your local listings. Um, you can also, as I said, watch all past episodes on our website. Yay. Um, and the new on story book uh, is going to be published in October. Really? Okay. So we'll have. Nice. During the festival. During the festival, okay. we'll have a big party. Yeah. Um, Paul Feig is featured in it. Hey. Uh, See how she just threw his name out like <laughs> Ron Howard, Harold Ramis, okay. um, Robin Swicord, Callie Curry. Wow. So it's uh, it's a great collection of their stories. Um, mm-hmm. Talking both about their personal lives and then uh, about making their iconic films. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and the, the first book's already, that's available uh, on the website now, mm-hmm. and you can pre-order the second one. Nice. That's what's up. Cool. Nice. Well, thanks so much for you being here, y'all. Yeah. I appreciate it. That's what's Thank up. Thank you. I have, to, I have to give a quick shout out to Fabs. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's her, what's her first name, Fab? Fabian. Fabian. But Fabian. Fabs is Fabian. good. Fabian. Uh, well, I know she goes with Fabs yeah. or whatever, yeah. so thank you, Fabs, for connecting <laughs> us with them. Just want to give her a shout out. Oh, she'll love that. <laughs> I had to write myself a note. <laughs> 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 a little ghetto note on a piece of napkin. Oh, so <laughs> good. <laughs> you little Oscar thank you note. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So thank you, Fabs, for connecting us. Yeah. So, um, Liz, where can people find you? You on, you on Twitter or anything like that? Um, or Instagram? I am on uh, the Twitter. <laughs> the Twitter. <laughs> on the Twitter. I love it. So you know they ain't tweeting, girl. They ain't tweeting. But, you know, more so through the Austin Film Festival Facebook. It's okay. kind of what we kind of keep most up to What's, date. Would you know what the Austin's Twitter account oh. is? At Austin Film Fest? I think it's, yeah, it's okay. just at Austin right. Film Fest. That's right. Um, and then, uh, you know, you can always email me. All right. Yeah. 
Okay. The, Wait, I just know. I don't want to give out your email. Let them yeah. find <laughs> you. Trust me. Let give them find yourself. you. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> my cell phone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, you have your. I just noticed that you have your mission statement. Oh yeah. Could you, would you mind reading the mission sure. statement? Because yeah. I want people to make sure they submit and those. Uh, the deadline has already passed for the screenwriting, but next January. And trust me, that's going to time. That's going to come fast. Like yeah. You, yeah. you're saying, you got time. Yeah. You don't. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean they got time in post. They oh, got yeah, time yeah, yeah. to get. But their I'm stuff just saying, together, in terms you know? of getting other stuff together, yeah. but Absolutely. you know, definitely yeah. submit, submit. Mm-hmm. All right, Austin Film Festival furthers the art and craft of filmmaking by inspiring and championing the work of screenwriters, filmmakers, and all artists who use the language of film and television to tell a story. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yep. that's what's that. Mm-hmm. So that's the mission statement. Get that work in, people. <laughs> exactly. So Maya, mm-hmm. are you on Twitter or Instagram? I think can people follow you? I am on Twitter. I am at this Maya, and on Instagram, five star Perez. Ah, oh, five, five, yeah, five star Perez. Star Perez. Hey. She wrote. She Rosie's cousin. That's all. Hey. I see her. <laughs> Where you at, Lisa Coat Jam? I am on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Y'all saw me on there last night and on Friday. We have, well, we had Friday Night Horror, yes. and we did The Queen of the Dam with Aaliyah, mm-hmm. so we had the Vampire Night, mm-hmm. and then last night we did an old 1973 UFO TV series. <laughs> Talk about cinephile. With Saturday Night Sci-Fi oh. with Geek Soul Brother and all the rest of the, the fantastic crew, all my Twitter peeps, mm-hmm. those nerdy people who we just like. All the we, black nerds that be we going We're in. just everything. So anyway, <laughs> you'll find me on Twitter, you'll find me on Bitch Flicks, and you will also find me, where else will you find me? I think that's it right now. What you doing for Bitch Fix right now? What you got? Uh, you guys familiar with Bitch Fix? Tell them. Tell I have them about a couple of pieces. Uh, well, it's the feminist. Uh, it's the it's a film review site, and we review films and do film critiques from an intersectional feminist viewpoint. So we talk about class, race, gender, sex, all that kind of stuff. And um, I have a bunch I've been writing. I need to start. Give them an example up. of something you just finished um, recently. One of the pieces I'm working on now <laughs> is about Neon Demon. Mm-hmm. The recent film, I'll probably okay. write something on Ghostbusters, and I have another piece that I'm going to be writing that talks about um, masculinity so fragile mm-hmm. with films and female protagonists and okay. stuff like that. Right. So it's, not, it's just film reviews, but also we, we dig a little bit deeper. So it's not uh-huh. like your variety film, like, hey, this movie. It's We really get into a lot of the subtext, a lot of the stuff. And um, probably another piece I'm going to do, um, I'm a real big fan of Dario Argento, mm-hmm. and I really want to talk about women and the Giallo films that he did in Italy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, just a shout out to the Italian side of my family, but also just the Italian horror and how a lot of his work has a lot of female leads mm-hmm. from Suspiria to all of that. Mm-hmm. And I just want to really just dig into horror because you know I love horror. Yes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are upcoming. Mm-hmm. I know my bitch flicks editors are like, Heffa, we've been waiting for you to get some <laughs> stuff up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm getting through my slush at Apex and all that <laughs> stuff, too. So I do a lot of stuff. So, yeah, I expect some really fun stuff coming from me on Bitch Flicks. And, of course, you can always follow me on Twitter. You know, like I said, Saturday Night Sci-Fi, Friday Night Horror. If you can handle her. Oh, and a shout-out to Black Girl Nerds uh-huh. because here's the scoop. Uh, tell me, y'all need to be in touch with Black Girl Nerds. Be, sh- and I'm, I'm telling, telling you. And uh, anyway, phone. yeah. So anyway, so at Black Girl Nerds, she's going to be doing um, Comic-Con is next week in San mm-hmm. Diego. Uh, yeah, uh, all you people taking up all my brunch spots in San Diego, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Anywho, but... This is dropping tomorrow, by the here's way. here's the thing, here's the thing, and I'm excited, and I hope it really happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Idris, Sir mm-hmm. Idris, she might be interviewing him oh, really? at Comic-Con, because you know he's coming to Comic-Con oh, yeah. for the Dark Tower, mm-hmm. so we're excited, because I think he said yes, mm-hmm. and we may get like our first like black girl nerds. I'm trying to get him on the show. You I'm, know, working I, on I'm working on it. I know, I know, but I'm not ready for Sir Idris yet. You ready? I'm not ready yet. <laughs> 
she can't handle all that fineness. That's a problem. <laughs> I got to get my DJing skills up to par because you know he DJs too. And mm-hmm. I, you know, if we ever interview him, we're gonna not, not just talk about film and all that. We're gonna talk about DJing, Good. music, the grime scene mm-hmm. in London. Mm-hmm. What's up? And also, hopefully, they do that Black Power film about the Black Power movement in uh, mm-hmm. London. Yes. I'm really looking forward to that. So anyway, cool. that's that's my that's what's up. All my crazes. <laughs> yes. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Instagram, same thing. Um, follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. <clears throat> um, any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Please go on uh, iTunes and give us a five star review because we need that shit for the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know how we do it on the Rant Room. So on the show, we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what? 2016. 2016. Peace, y'all. Let the beast about the cage That light about the dark Can you build the inferno From an itty bitty spark Coffee shop hustlers Rise with the cream A million of the writers Same Hollywood dream Your pen and paper All like bullets in the gun Write what you feel Say what you want In the red room We say what we say We do what we feel We gotta keep it real In the red room All about the crap So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. Mm-hmm.